Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very hot version of Bill Roden on Sport. Coming to you from hot ass Las Vegas, where it's got to be 110 degrees and even hotter in my car, where I'm calling you from. Not on the East Coast. I don't even think if there was any water that came here, Jamal, right. I think it would evaporate before it even like touched the ground. I hear you. How hot it is here. I hear you. What's going on, Jamal Murphy? Not much, you know. I'm over, we're, I'm here in uh, Manhattan. Uh, much cooler weather. Uh, it's been rainy last couple of days. Uh, you know, we're looking at like seventy degree weather here, so a, a little more comfortable, I think. Um, but you know, it's been a while since since we spoke on on the record on on uh, Bros Pod. It has been so, a while. I, so we had to, you know, I had to I had to to uh, get you back on. Particularly because of the the news that's dominating um, the past week or so. What, what intrigues you most? Well, all the stuff, the fact that the Jets seem to find a starting quarterback, uh-huh. Nike, Nike Kaepernick ad, uh-huh. Serena exploded. Honestly, the most intriguing to me was the Nike Kaepernick uh, that hmm. situation. Uh, yeah, bec- you know, because yeah. you know, for a whole bunch of reasons. What, what did you What did you think yeah. of that? I mean, I think it was great. You know, and, and I think. Particularly, this is the, you know, 1968. It was the 50th anniversary of a whole lot of great stuff that went on. You know, uh, Tommy Smith, John Carlos, you know, Arthur Ashe winning, you know, U.S. Open, first black person, black man to win a U.S. Open. Right. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of great stuff. So I think it's, it's great that Nike basically stuck it to, uh, uh, to the owner. I heard your comments on the. Uh, HBCU podcast, right. um, and I think you're absolutely right. That this also opens the door for more companies, more corporations, Adidas, namely right. uh, uh, Under Armour, who got all these, these black guys in their stable to make a decision. So what are you guys going to do? I mean, are you going to just lay down, or are you going to support? Right. So I, I thought Nike did a really uh, great thing, and you know. All these people talk about burn their stuff. Right. Well, it's Number a one, joke. it's a joke. Uh, you know, they say that. They're not going to do it. Right. And even if they did, the number of black folk who are coming out the woodworks who don't even, you know, don't even care about buying that stuff just for the hell of it. Right. Right. And there's, all, there's also support from a lot of white people, you know, obviously. Yep. Um, that yeah. that have that have been on Kaepernick's side from the beginning. It's this it's this small, yeah. loud Trump uh, contingent that that you know the, the whole purpose was for you know in my opinion that the whole purpose for them is to try to scare corporations and everybody else into thinking that 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 the country as a whole is not ready for <laughs> for black people. I don't know. Right. It, it doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense. Like right. to me. It's a, it's a Nike, for Nike, it's a no-brainer, and we see it already. Mm-hmm. I think today, right. Nike's stock is higher than it's ever been in history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you wanted just to be a cynic or a pure businessman, yeah, because, look, you know, even the president, I mean, the real president, Obama, right. it said, uh, speaking to a small gathering of folks, 
that you know they had market research people or what they call it the people audience surveys whatever right you know because if if they would have thought this would have been economic suicide right they wouldn't have done it. never I mean, if, never if, if they would never done it, you know but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad move because Under Armour could have done it. Right. Or Adidas. Adidas could have done it. But I think that, you know, and the fact that Nike could have not signed Kaepernick. Right. You know, they could have, they could have not signed him. But I think that, you know, the corporation, you know, we have all these black folks, young black men and women who have been making us a lot of money. You know, why not do this? Right, you know, and yes, it's going to it's going to be a great it's going to be a great marketing thing. We're going to sell some shoes, right? Um, you know, so it, it's it's the closest thing is everybody going to the beach, <laughs> you know, uh, as you can. Any any sticks? I don't. I'm not sure what Bill nice thing is with with the president. I'm sure he hates them, uh, you know. But it, it's just you're right. It's actually kind of a, a no brainer. But I, I'm really I'm happy for the players who are still protesting. Um, I wrote a column for the undefeated, uh, and I spoke at length with uh, Russell Okun, mm. who was the offensive tackle for the San Diego Chargers. Right. And, um, you know, he was saying this thing does give you give, give players like him, who's, and Kenny Stills and the guy in Miami still uh, protest, gives him a big boost. Because right. it shows like, the, the very co- corporation that puts uniforms on our backs and shovels in our hands, you know, uh, you know, this, this big conglomerate there faced down the NFL and said, what are you guys going to do about it? So I, no, I thought it was great. Right. I think, I think it, you know, the overall thing to me is that it, it makes it, I mean, clearly, this they Nike is choosing the right side of history. I think that's the biggest thing to me. That's why it's a no-brainer because if you go back in time, uh, you know, like everything you've been talking about, Arthur Ashe, uh, Muhammad Ali. Now they're all recognized. Everybody, everybody treats them yeah. as heroes, right? So we know exactly. that Ka- it's 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 already written that Kaepernick is that people you know years from now are gonna gonna look up to Kaepernick as some you know someone who tried to transform. Uh, the country in the right direction. So Nike right. basically jumped on his back. Yeah. You know, I mean, oh, yeah, I don't know what took so long, but they, they jumped on his back. <laughs> right. Well, I think, you know, again, I think they had to weigh all this. You know, they had to weigh the positives and minuses. But I think, the, and the point you made, uh, again, to the uh, on the Road Fellows podcast was absolutely right. That he's bigger now. Had he, had he played quarterback? There's no way he would have been this big. No. You know, had he played quarterback. Because, you know, he would have gotten sacked and thrown in the set, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. He would have had three interceptions in a game, you know. Yeah. He would have caused them to lose a couple games. Oh, man. They said, man, why, why don't you kneel somewhere else? You know, but I think that, uh, you know, I think it's just perfect. You know, uh, and he's going to be remembered. I mean, when they, you know, years from now, they say, oh, yeah, he – didn't he play in the Super Bowl? Yeah, he played in the Super Bowl, but that's not what they're going to be remembering for. Right. It's a good thing, and and um, um, and, and it came on the same around the same time that Serena uh, was. I think the day the day before her finals match, or you know, or after her 
I think a semifinal yeah, match. Yeah, quarters or semis, one of the two. Yeah, people were asking her about it because you were at the U.S. Open, right? And people were asking her about it, about uh, what she thought about Kaepernick, right. uh, and you know, she said it was great. Little did she know that within, you know, twenty, you know, forty hours, she would be in the eye of uh, controversy. What did you think about that? Yeah, that that was you know I was there for that, um, and that was very entertaining. Uh, I think obviously, this to me this the Serena thing was was blown out of proportion, but it's not surprising. Uh, I I think she are you know she's arguing, you know she was frustrated because she was losing uh, to to uh, uh, Naomi Osaka who who's a young up and coming phenom. Uh, she was wearing she was wearing her out. Now. Yeah, she was wearing her out. Twenty uh, year old, um, she, you know she's a she's a hell of a story in her own right. And I, and to me to me that's really the biggest thing that I that I'm taking away from this is that uh, she's kind of been overshadowed here. But that's fine. You know she right. she has she has years to come. If she does if she takes care of business, she'll be in this position yeah, again. Uh, you're right. If she if, if she's a one night flash, then yeah she'll she'll look back on this moment. But if she is as good as we think she is, she's going to have a lot of this moment. Right, right. So I mean, Serena, to me, I, like I said, it was it was her her tirade or whatever they're calling it was blown out of proportion. I mean, she didn't even curse. You know, she called she right. called the guy a thief. Um, don't <laughs> don't get me wrong. I I do I do say if there's fault, of course. You know, I think she she's at fault in to some extent in terms of, you know, she was frustrated getting, getting her ass beat. And just like any other athlete, we see this in every sport, uh, when that right. happens, you know, every now and then you lash out at the referee, the umpire, whoever. Right. Um, right. But Who she, she did it. She did it somewhat respectively, I mean, you know. But, but, she, but she had already smashed a racket. I mean, right, she smashed a racket. But, you know, we've seen that before. I've seen, I've seen that not even penalized. I've seen... You know, I was at the you know at a previous match. I think it was uh, Chilich. Uh, he 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 hit the ball almost out of the stadium, and they didn't. You know, they they called nothing. You know, he, out of frustration, yeah. he just knocks the ball into like the upper deck. Nothing was called. Nice shot. Yeah, right. Nice shot. Good. <laughs> you know, so to me, uh, you know, she brought up she brought up the sexism issue. She brought up her her child, and that's what people I think have a you know some people have a problem with. And while to some extent, I agree that maybe she was grasping at straws, and in my opinion, maybe, she, maybe just a little bit. Right, you know, you know, she was grasping. <laughs> she was, uh, my, my, wait a minute, what, I, leave, leave me out of this. <laughs> you know, I mean, she was obviously. Yeah, I, I hated this fight. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, to me, she obviously, obviously, she cared more. Like her bottom line was, she wanted to win, and she was losing, so she was right. frustrated. Right. She brings up this other stuff. And and to me, okay, you know that two things can be true. She could have been frustrated, and and maybe she 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 threw these things out there. But at the same time, she could have a point. You know, even by right. you can you can yeah, make a well, point by accident point. sometimes. Well, yeah, no, of course there's, there's sex and the gender, but it's the context. I mean, had she won, had she won, and this said, yeah, you know, I won, but you know, this sexism and gender thing's got to really, you know, then. You're speaking from a position of well, damn, you know, she won and she still, right. you know. But, you know, when you, whenever you lose, and, and, and listen, I think every single, I mean, I certainly, 
I love Serena. I love what the family stands for. Right. Uh, she, I think she may be the greatest competitor. Right. We love I Serena. Think. We love Serena. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but as sports writers and journalists, you kind of have to follow the truth where you know Jerry Bembry had a uh, a good column and a good story and then defeated. And he was saying, well, you know, do you want to compare yourself to men? Said, well, men get away with it. And I think that's true. I mean, I think that there is, there always is going to be that, you know. Now, I think, let, let's talk about the cheat. Right. Because the coach admitted he was cheating. Did and he? Coach, he admitted it? He, he, he said that, well, he said he was giving her, he was coaching. Okay. Now, she's saying she didn't see it. Right. Which, which the results could bear that out. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Maybe she, yeah. right. But it's a it's a subjective call now, right? Because uh, because well, you can well, see I, the coach I, making all kind of gestures, and you can and you you may or may not call it. Well, I think what's subjective, but apparently just rampant, right? And and I, I think the bigger picture of it, if anything, we take away that you, that's another one of those arcane, archaic tennis regulations, like you know, with no black people. Right. You know, the idea of, I mean, every, even in boxing, which is the greatest, most grueling one-on-one sport, I mean, they, you know, you got somebody in your corner. Right. You know, I mean, what's, you know, so I think that maybe they should revisit that. Right, and if it's not, that's what I mean. When, when I say subjective, I mean it's not, it's not called all the time. In fact, I'm watching that match uh, about, I don't know how many games after that, there was a big point. Uh, Serena wins it. Crowd goes wild. Remember, the, the crowd was totally in, you know, on her side in this, which I think played a role mm-hmm. into into it also. But you know, she wins the point. Crowd goes wild, and I then I see Osaka turning and talking to her coach, but no, but nobody <laughs> notices because you know the you know the crowd's going wild or whatever. So I mean, both everybody does this. So I do. Well, so I do kind of feel like I don't know. You know, I don't know why you make that call in that instance. You're right. Well, and again, I, you know, I don't know this guy, right? Ramos, Carlos Ramos. One thing yeah. I thought was was, was was I thought was fascinating. You know, this Sunday was the 50th anniversary of Arthur Ashe, um, you know, being the first black man to win at the U.S. Open in tennis. Right. And you know, and Arthur went on to um, be an advocate and, and 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 to protest and all that. And one of the things he was always after was access and diversity. And so here you've got on Sunday or Saturday uh, a black woman, Serena, a woman of Haitian and Japanese descent, and a, and a guy from Portugal. <laughs> right. You know, so you had this whole thing of diversity playing out where in 1968, I mean, you know, that probably would not have been, you know, I mean, yeah, you no had question. one black person. Right. You wouldn't have had a, a Portuguese uh, uh, chair. Or a, a, a woman from Japan, or right. you know, somebody. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know. So I mean, I think if you kind of step back and look at the whole diversity of the thing, and certainly, you know, Ash people loved Ash because you know he was so polite. Right. And the idea that there would be a Serena, people would just been horrified. Nineteen sixty-eight. <laughs> if you showed them a vision of this woman, this you know, this athletic black woman who just you know screaming at all people, you know, they'd be like, wow. But that would be, I think Arthur would be proud right. of, of that moment. Right. I mean, I bet that brings uh, me to I something thought, else. Like, I put a nice spin on 
But that brings me to what what do you think race racism uh, played? Uh, you know, I was going to say race, but you you got yeah, me, you got it in my head. It's always, it's never race; it's racism. racism. But uh, to what extent? You know, everybody's talking about sexism in that in that situation. What about racism? Where does that play? That hasn't been really well, discussed. I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, again, racism plays a role in everything, right? Uh, in everything. Um, now, the judge. I don't know. I mean, did the judge say, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna show her. Right. She's not gonna do that to me. Right. You know, because I'm sure this guy. He saw the replays of what three or four years ago, when uh, Serena threatened to, to um, uh, stick a tennis ball know, down the woman's throat. Stick, stick a yeah, ball down, you know. <laughs> and if this guy is, is the gold medal guy that everybody says he is, yeah, I'm sure he was offended by that. Right. Yeah, I'm sure that he didn't like that. And, and yes, yeah, there are probably cadre officials who aren't feeling Serena, you know. And and remember. Some, some judges, they came out after the match and said they felt that uh, Carlos was being thrown under the bus. And that right. the USDA wasn't, uh, and the thing about, they're talking about boycotting her matches, right. which you know they're not going to do. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, if they want to so, keep their jobs. Yeah, yeah, be my guest. Now, one thing, I don't know how you feel about this. Some people say, I think, I don't know if Jerry made this point, but, you know, you have to know the official. You gotta know whether it's NBA. Uh, I was listening to an NFL show, and this guy was saying he was shot. He got traded to this team, and the coach, uh, as part of their pregame preparation, showed that okay, this is the officiating crew that we got this this, this week, and this is the stuff they like to call. Right. You know, and it just you know like Joey Carr. I mean, you have to know officials. Got to know the players. Players have got to know the official. Um, so there's that. But I, I, I always err on the side of Serena because, you know, she's Serena Williams. I mean, right. she's supposed to get the benefit of the doubt. You know, who's supposed to, Fox is supposed to get the benefit? Right. Or, you know, or, you know if, it's, if it's LeBron James, she's the LeBron James of tennis. Uh, no question about right. that. So right. you're, you're in an in a NBA Finals. And LeBron and LeBron James is arguing with the ref in overtime of of a deciding game. Is he going to get thrown out for for just screaming at the ref? No way. Right. He would have well, to. He would have remember, to damn near make make physical contact. <laughs> right. He'd have to like tear rip his head off. <laughs> but remember, they called the charge. Right. Uh, on LeBron. I mean. Right. We, well, we thought now they called the block. Right. They called the block on LeBron. And you know, I, I don't think he went. I don't think he went off. You know, um, although he did criticize the officials afterwards. But all people are not created equal. You know, when it comes to the sports. I mean, it's Kobe Bryant and they're his teammates. Right. It's Jordan and they're his teammates. It's Tom Brady. They made rules because of Tom Brady. They didn't want him to get hit. Right. You know. Well, Serena. So, and, but Serena's not getting any of that. Um, well, she didn't that day. I'm sure <laughs> right. she gets her share calls, but well, I mean, also know, for whatever reason, the chair and said enough was enough. I mean, well, you know, in terms of the knowing the officials, that point, I think it's it, you know, looking at it now, it it seems like she was trying. It seems like, like I said, she didn't even curse. She was trying to be. I mean, she was trying to be respectful. If you want to say she she was definitely a little self, being a little self righteous in her arguments, fine. Right. But she was up there. 
you know, at least pretending to be respectful in, you know, within her argument. Uh, and it, and he still uh, took a game away. And to, so to me, to me, I, I place most of the blame on, on the umpire uh, Ramos. I think you're, you're in a big situation like that. We don't want officials to become, you know, a distraction from the game. We don't want them to play a part in the outcome. You take, you, like we said, Osaka was, was dominating Serena the whole match. She was most likely going to win 90, 90 something percent was going to win that match anyway. To me, what, what Ramos en- ends up doing is tainting her victory because you take a, the score was 4 3 uh, in the second set. Right. You take an entire game away from Serena and make it, make it you know, 3 5 or 5 yeah. 3. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's just, that's what, let, let Osaka take care of business, which he most likely was going to do. Well, he took, he took the game for her saying he's a thief. Right, well, 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 the argument is that it was, it was, it was all, it, it was an accumulation, right? Yeah, so the, accumulation. right, so the first, the first penalty was the coaching. Okay, fine. Right. And I disagree with that, but fine. Okay, that's one. And then she, but then she came over. After that, she came over and began the confrontation. Right, so she starts yeah. the com- confrontation. I guess he didn't really technically penalize her for that. Then he she... He just said he gave her a warning. Right. Then she breaks the racket, and then he takes a point from her. He does, he does penalize her a point. Then she still, she still com- is complaining about the coaching call and saying he, he's a thief because he took a point from her, you know, based on, partly based on the coaching call, and that's when he lost it and takes a game at... At four three. When did she throw? When did she throw the racket? That was earlier. That was about you know it was probably like you know two two at that time or something. I don't know. I don't know exactly, but it was earlier in the in the second set. Hmm. So the third, you know, technically he already took a point from her for that. So the next step is a game. So that's what he did. Like, you know, he's trying to follow closely to the rules. But you can you can let that slide. You can, if someone calls you a thief. No curse, you know. I can see if she said, "I'm going to stick this ball yeah, down yeah. your down your mf and throat." Then I'd be like, "Hey, you know, she you know she might have deserved a game for that." <laughs> but that's a pretty high bar. <laughs> but that's what it, you know. In other sports, that's what it is. I mean, like like I said, in in the NBA, you know, football for sure. You you got to make contact. You got to you got to you got to damn near try to try to beat up the ref. Now, if if if, if the president of the United States gives this guy like. An award. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'd be interested to see, you know, I don't know if he's a U.S. citizen who he voted for. Right. You know, I mean, because if he is, if he's a, if he's a president's kind of guy, yeah, then I think you might have a point. This guy's in the law and order. Not going to let, you know, this black woman, you know, go put her in a place. Right. You know. Well, we don't know, you know, and we'll never, never know uh, what's, what's, you know, actually in his head or his heart at that time. And then, you know, people say, well, Osaka, Osaka's black, so what, is he trying to help another black woman? But that's not really the issue. The issue is how he was dealing with the, with the person who was confronting him. Right, right. Bottom line, for you, you, you're, you basically feel, uh, you know, I mean... I, 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 mean, I, feel, I feel that... Uh, I mean, I felt, I felt stronger about things with Serena was wrong. I mean, I felt, you know, I felt there were times when, when, uh, you know, when the officials and the media 
really did give both of them up. Her, she and her sister, a really bad time, right. a hard time. And um, I think that what we're seeing, somebody said, I thought that this was the first time that, that uh, we saw Serena age. Mm. You know, that she wasn't getting something. I'm not sure if it was age or just accumulation of what's been a very long year and a great comeback. I mean, a great comeback, a tremendous comeback. I mean, it's our second. You know it's, I mean? Yeah, it's our second straight uh, Grand Slam final after pregnancy at age 36. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it's I think phenomenal. Right. You know, it's a phenomenal accomplishment, and uh, I'm sure she wasn't she wasn't thinking that. She was thinking, you know, I want to win. Right. But, um, no, I just thought it was a, a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal uh, run for her. Uh, but, and, and maybe I think maybe this has been a couple of years ago or something. And, you know, she complained she, that, uh, I think she said something like, you, she's tired of they're always doing stuff. Right. Um, right. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I, I, you know, like that, like that kind of stuff, I felt like, you know, she's, trying to gain some sympathy here or there. I mean, the stuff that she's gotten into at the U.S. Open, I mean, we've already, we just discussed it. She, she, yeah. brought, she definitely partly brought on herself. I mean, you can't, you're telling, yeah. you know, you're screaming on linesmen and, and all that kind of stuff. Remember and, the other linesman when she told her, when you see me, remember when you see me, just turn the other way or something? Right. right. Uh, remember there was one line, when you see me, go the other way. <laughs> like that. <laughs> You know, right. I mean, but again, he's in that he's in that sphere of you know with McEnroe and right. you know Jimmy Connors and right. those people who you know and and and, and I guess she was and I'd have to go back and find out how that clearly hadn't hurt McEnroe. I mean, he's legendary and he's in the TV book. You right. know, I mean, it hurt him at the time, you know, because people people you know people a lot of people hated McEnroe at the time. Um, yeah. definitely people call hurt. yeah you're right today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com get a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on sports over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player again that's www.audibletrial.com dot com backslash Bill Roden on sports. Check it out. Let's get Erin, uh, the producer, our great producer of the show. Let's get let's get her opinion on this. She's I, I, she's a big Serena fan. Um, I'd love to hear what, what you think about uh, yeah, so Serena's what you, actions. What do you think, Erin? Um, well, I think you guys made a lot of good points. I, so I'll take it back. I I did not see the match until the next day. I'm watching the replay on ESPN. And it was painful to watch because uh, I feel Why? like because um, you just knew it wasn't going to end well. Like there was a point. Oh, OK. Um, oh, you, oh, you, so, oh, you, you were, it was painful because you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. It just you just kind of this wasn't a real quick. I got, ma- you know, smash the racket. I get back to it and it, it's over. It's like once she kept talking to Ramos, I was like, this is not going to this is not good. Um, whether I thought she was did I think she was right, you know. It was, after a while, I didn't even care if she was right. I think I just, I saw something snap. And not in, like, that she was crazy, but I think 
Um, I think people are sensitive. And I think, you right. know, Serena has been, she's been tested for doping more than anybody else. Um, right. You know, people are constantly questioning, you know, which, how is she winning? And I think... The, Fre- the French Open. The French Open and her, you know, there's so much that she has had to take. And I just think, right. you know, once, once the implication of cheating happened, that was, just, that was it. And I just wa- I think I just watched that whole thing happen. Um, I, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's interesting that people have this issue with her bringing in motherhood because we have made motherhood such an issue for her. I mean, since she's come back, that's all we talk about is can she come back, being a mom, how is that affecting her game? I think, you know, uh, you guys talked about Jerry Bimbry's article, but also uh, Morel Granjanois. Forgive me if I'm mispronouncing that. She is a mom. Okay. And she was talking about how she definitely thinks motherhood is affecting, you know, it, it, it is going to affect you in every way. And then they come back to professional settings. And unfortunately, oh, wow. Serena's is very public. Um, and yeah, I just, it, it was a shame. I, I felt uh, Ramos was petty. I think. You know, I just I think he didn't like what was happening, and I, I, I you know, I know I'm coming to you as not as a tennis reporter, but just as someone who it was just like it just right. seemed like he was just, there was just a tit for tat thing happening, um, and it definitely stole Osaka's thunder. Like Osaka was playing well no matter what, and, and right. Serena broke the racket because because she was losing, like yeah. And personally, okay, what's wrong with that? Like I'd be mad if I was losing too. I don't know. I just I'm like, why is that such a really, good deal? Aaron, Aaron, would you do that? When you were when you were doing when you were figure skating, did you ever like have a tantrum or something? Hmm. I mean, to have a tantrum. I've okay. had tantrums, okay. but it's different. It's but I will say it's different when you're like performing against yourself, like in a, right. a, a sport like skating versus someone else. Um, and I had I had no other objects except for like running shoes or figure skates. So right, um, right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, but you know, it's interesting. It's interesting that another woman said basically, "Don't don't play the uh, don't play the mother the motherhood card." You know. Right. I hate the I hate the use of the word card because it I, I feel know, like it really cheats. It's appropriate. I should. That's true. Because that people right say race card. That's the worst too. I mean, but don't bring. In other words, I don't know if that was Marie saying, "Don't bring motherhood into it," or, or, or that you had a tough pregnancy, and you know, I mean, I think you should be lauded for coming back. Like, that. yeah, no, I don't Sometimes think things happen. Right, I don't think she's saying don't bring it. It's just like how, how, how is motherhood affecting Serena? I think is Marie's question. You know, and and she says mm. and she does it does affect you. Like your body changes. And I think but, I think but, that's but, a, but but she didn't bring that up though. Uh, oh, Serena. Uh, Serena didn't go there. No, she brought it. She brought it up in the context of, of, you know, you're accusing me of cheating. I have a daughter now. Uh, I would never cheat. You know, I, I want to. You know, I'm teaching my daughter how to be a good person, basically, on that level. And even when I first heard that, I was like, oh, here we, okay, here we go. She, <laughs> she's bringing in in the in that card, but. That's true. I'm glad I to hear a woman's perspective because I never really looked at it in terms of how it probably actually does change her and probably how her daughter's always, is probably always on her mind. And you know, I look I look at my wife. She's 
she goes, she, you know, she goes on, she goes on tirades that she never used to. So, <laughs> so obviously it, there is an effect. You know what I mean? Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> <We> could... <laughs> I don't know about that one. It, it, is, it is a slippery slope. And it's true that, you know, Serena is aging. It's true that, um, you know, it's like there's a lot of things at play here. And, it, and it's just true that she was losing, you know? Um, and, and that could be the big thing, that, that, I mean, the motherhood and all that, but this woman has been king and queen of the mountain. Right. For years. Exactly. And I think whether it's Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan, when it's time to pass the torch, it's not easy. Right. No. It's not, it's, 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 it is not an easy thing to deal with as one who has had to pass the torch. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it's, so I can imagine she's Serena Williams, and here's this young girl who's just kind of, you know, kicking her ass. As, as an athlete, that's the fun. worst. That's the worst. Right, but I also think I also think you know she's not quite passing the torch yet either. Yeah. She's made she's made two straight Grand Slam finals, so it's not like she's right. bowing out in right. the third round, second round, and she's and she's clearly lost right, her right, step. Right, she's still right. at the top of her game, which is amazing, really. And then right. the last thing you know that people aren't talking about now is how she you know you have to give her credit for how she acted, you know. Post match, exactly. Um, right. As soon as she heard the crowd, who was like I said, was completely on Serena's side the whole time. Everybody in that building, for the most part, wanted to see her win and get her twenty fourth. That's why they came. That's why they paid right. money to get for the tickets. That's why they were there. It didn't happen, so a lot of people were disappointed. They were booing, uh, and 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 Serena is the one who put a stop to that, and she she jumped right, right. in, and all of a sudden she became classy, and I think she deserves credit for that. I agree. Right. I, also, right. I wanted to ask you, uh, you, Bill and Jamal, you know, as much as I, I really wasn't feeling Ramos, I was thinking, you know, we, we hear all the, how all these other, how the men, uh, male athletes have really just berated uh, um, umpires over the past. And I'm like, you know, abuse is not okay. <laughs> like, right. for a man or a woman. I, and I wonder if also, you know, we saw Serena snap and we maybe we saw an umpire snap too. Like, there's probably got to be a breaking point where they're like, ah, the hell with these well, athletes. Yeah. Right. Because the guy, I mean, you know, these are human beings. These are not like, you know, right. <laughs> you know, like uh, automatons and robots. Exactly. Right. And, and, but I think that's what we feel. If you're an official, your job is to take this SHI, you know, is to take it. Right. right. That's your job. Right. Just, and right. it's hot. You know, it's, it's hot. He's just sitting in that chair. The woman has smashed the racket. She's been, you know, in his estimation, been getting signals from the coach, you know. Now you come around calling me a thief, and he's like, enough. <laughs> enough. Did, did you guys talk about the, uh, that Serena cartoon yet? Oh, we didn't talk about the cartoon. Yeah, I mean, that, that was where, where we were talking about where does race come into it. That's a place definitely where race came into it. That cartoon uh, was definitely offensive, <laughs> to say right. the least. I didn't even realize it was a cartoon about this current match because Osaka was blonde. Like, she's a white woman. And then someone's right. like, no, that's supposed to be Osaka. I was like, what? Um, not does, does she have it's blonde streaks like or something? Fantasy. No, she was straight up blonde. <laughs> and then... Yeah, at, no, like, that, that was like, wait a minute, what is this guy? So he had, to invent, he had to invent something. Right. And she's saying, can you just let her win, please? And then Serena, you know, has these really overdrawn features looking right. like a gorilla. And I'm like, really? Right. We're right. there? We're still yeah, there. and I think, I think, you know, Jamal, when you asked about racism before... 
you know, I think that it's the totality of things. That is, Serena knows that had she and her sister been white and accomplished everything they have accomplished in the past decade, there would be cities named after them. Right. You know, they, they, they'd probably be able to run for off. They probably would have been able to run and beat POTUS 45, you know, uh, because at the root of it is this sort of uh, great white hope. Right. Mm. You know, that, that great white hope thing is live and is well. And they're always wanting to see somebody white prevail. And I think that what has haunted Serena all these years is she's gotten her due, but nothing like it would be if she, she and Venus were white and sisters and were doing all this stuff. I mean, right. they would have statues in front of every single uh, Grand Slam arena. Right, right. It's like, and I think that's frustrating. Right, um, like Sharapova making more money than her off the court. That's, a, that's an example. Right. Mm. Exactly, which is why she likes to destroy. And as and Sarah Poe actually got busted for drugs, right? And she's coming back, and it's like no big thing. So I think I think that you know people like Serena and almost any black person who's got eyes and a consciousness, you know, understand that there's this constant double standard that we're up against. But it's just some days it just gets to you. right. You know, some days exactly. it's just. It, you know, you just, you, you just done. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it and so. it just sucks that it, it, when it happens like that, <laughs> like right. the Grand Slam right. final in front of everyone. Right. Right. But you know, uh, I, I guess it's a redeeming thing. Osaka was such a. She just seemed like such a, a you know, I don't say a nice person. She seemed like a you know good person, good people. You know, yeah. like it, it could have been against some kind of jerk. She apologized mm-hmm. for for winning. And, yeah, uh, right. You know she she's been calling Serena her idol. You know the whole tournament she was she was like Serena's my idol. Um, you know after the after the semifinal match, uh, they asked her if she had a if she had a message for Serena. She said, "I love you." <laughs> you know, she couldn't have been any more any more gracious. And, the, and in the end, right. and in the end, and in Osaka's press conference. You know she showed no no ill will towards Serena. She still was praising S- Serena. Uh, she didn't act like she didn't act like she felt that that she stole my thunder. Yeah, she didn't act like that. Yeah. She didn't act like she felt like her win was tainted. I, I, she has she has a head on her shoulders, and I think you know I think she has a bright future. It was a great U.S. Open, and that's the kind of stuff that makes the U.S. Open great. Right? Is this unscripted? That's what makes sports. You know, this unscripted drama. You know, that is sports. So listen, man, uh, uh, Jamal, thanks for holding it down. Aaron, thanks for propping us up, <laughs> saving us. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, all, it's a pleasure. I think we're going to have to make you, you're going to be like, uh, like, we'll be like the Breakfast Club. You know? <laughs> exactly. You'll so much like fun. A, you'll be like a- uh, Angela Yee. <laughs> that the question awesome. is, who's Charlemagne? Not me. All right, guys, well, listen, uh, another great episode of Bill Roden on Sport. Uh, I'm here in the desert in Las Vegas. Uh, Jamal, Aaron, or you guys are holding it down there in New York. And, um, you know, we will catch everybody hopefully next week. We'll get on a more regular pattern. But until then, take care. God bless. Have a great week.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.